Welcome to Faithful Not Flawless. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia. I'm Carrie. And I'm Julia. (laughs) We're so glad that Julia made it this evening. Um, She has a brand new addition to her family. (laughs) And we are so excited. She's actually a grandma now. So awesome. Yeah, I'm the only one not in the grandma club yet. <laughs> so, um, you have time. I have time. I have a lot of time. I have a lot of time. <laughs> I'm okay with that right now. <laughs> it is a great place to be. I'm just yeah. Saying. Just saying. I still have a toddler. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, you're mm, gone. You're yeah, gone. Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. like, I can wait. I can wait a minute. I, I don't feel like I'll be able to enjoy being a grandma when I'm still trying to chase yeah liberty around you know really yeah hard. <laughs> yeah it would be really hard <laughs> yeah so congratulations to thank Joel's you. family thank you um, we are going to kick off a good topic um that carrie has and i'm gonna go ahead and let her just roll with it oh man you know how i am about the book of job <laughs> job is my man <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all it is we can all relate oh, right guys i i can so relate to job and same so job 34 verse 32 says teach me what i do not see if i have done iniquity i will do no more and there's a question mark there have you ever heard the saying seeing is believing mm-hmm. it is the complete opposite of what faith or believing in god is Teach me, O God, about the things that I cannot see. Show me, reveal to me the things that show me your heart, your perspective, and your ways. Allow me to understand what I do not know, what I can't comprehend, what I could grow from. Open my heart, my mind, peel back the layers of my unconscious bias to reveal your great wisdom to me. Remove the layers of my small understanding and reveal the creator of the universe's vastness. Mm -hmm. Show me your ways, O God. Teach me wisdom. Speak over me, for I desire your justification. You see it all. Your eyes are on my ways, my comings and my goings. You see all my steps. There is no darkness that even the shadow of death cannot be enlightened by your presence. You know my works. You have redeemed me from the pit. You have enlightened my life, for you are greater than man. Job 33, 15-16 is in a dream and a vision of the night when a deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds. Then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. So God, reveal yourself to me. You have delivered me from the pit of sin renewed my spirit within me. I have been crucified with Christ and my former self is no more. Take hold of my thoughts to the point of even sleep so that I dwell upon you. For your ways are upright and pure. You have given me the breath of life and I will forever praise you as long as my lungs have breath. Mm. So relating to Job, Mm-hmm. Every one of us sitting here, and probably anybody listening, can relate to Job in yeah. one way or another. Yes. You know, I mean, me and Job are tight. 
Shazam. <laughs> die. We could just sit here and spend all night in oh. the book of Job, probably. Really I mean, oh, but when so I, I think about that, it's like what, what you're talking about, just being in those situations and then you're questioning and how you said, oh, um, the difference between faith mm-hmm. and seeing is believing. Like you want to see the results. You want mm-hmm. to know what's going to happen on the other side of this test or this trial. And mm-hmm. and really, like he's yeah. he wants ha- you to walk through it. I mean, how <laughs> how many times has he been like, oh, if you go here, this is what you're going to have. No, he's like, let's see if you can make it through here, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you what you got. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's. Yeah, that's more how I think he works. <laughs> it's not the prices, right? And behind this yes, door. Yes, behind this door. <laughs> yeah. Which door do you want to choose? And one, two, or three? Yeah, I don't and think so. And behind this one is. Oh, yeah. No, he chooses a mystery door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Here, here's the, here's the actual door. Yeah. So I mean, just thinking about how. You can, I can relate to that, relating to Job and questioning, like, wait a minute, why am I here? Yeah. How did I get here? Why am I still here? Why have you not taken me out of this situation? And can you tell me, can you tell me, like, what's going to happen when it's through? Will it mm-hmm. ever end? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely can remember a time in my life that I just felt like I was in that desert place, that valley just... I mean, I can think of many different times, but one that yeah. sticks out tonight to me is is just when my husband and I moved out here to Oklahoma. Um, the first time I, I moved here, it was, I was pregnant. I was like five months pregnant with my son. And we decided on a whim to pack up our stuff in like two weeks and, and move out with my sister-in-law to Oklahoma. And <laughs> Great place I'm to be, actu- by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she actually f- told me, she's like, it's the land of Oz. Everything is green <laughs> all the time. It's so wonderful. I didn't even Google this place. You guys, I, you know crazy. how I am. I look things up. I research my job. I'm, I'm constantly digging through for information and whatever and learning. And, and so t- for me, I was just like, yeah, okay. Oklahoma I sounds great. Oklahoma sounds great. <laughs> Let's go. Now, we just felt led like it was something that we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Did we hear a so saith the Lord? Um, no, but we had like this push. Mm-hmm. This, this impression yes God and just it just was like yeah. you don't have to see it yeah you don't even have to know it and it was like our we were like yeah it's our leap of faith <laughs> and then we got here and again five months pregnant super emotional and i pull into this tiny town and the one stoplight and the gas station on the corner and i bawled my eyes out why did I do this? Why did I move thousands of miles away from my family while I'm pregnant and I have another son? We literally didn't have a job yet. We did have a place. We had a home that wasn't ready yet. We just had a couple weeks. We stayed with my sister and then we had ha- we happened to have enough money to put a deposit and our first month's rent and last month's rent and all of our utilities and whatnot which is quite expensive actually um (laughs) and 
we just did it. And we came here, and I'm just it's so emotional. I'm like, what are we going to do? You know? And my sister's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Thinking on things like, above. <laughs> yeah. She was. I was looking at right here, right now. Yeah. And, and what did I just do? And my husband's, like, trying to calm me down, too. He's like, it's okay. It's going to be all right. Anyway. So, fast forward to... Um, you know, we struggled for months. My husband could not find a job. Um, we got into our home. We barely had furniture, barely had furniture. We really just brought a bed for us and a love seat mm-hmm. washer and dryer. Cause I could not live without that. Yeah. And my son's stuff. We brought my son's stuff. I didn't have not one thing for the baby, hmm. nothing. Everything we ended up acquiring for the baby for our our son was um, secondhand donated, whatever we we had one brand new thing and that was a, a dresser that um, my husband's family pitched in and they bought and had it sent to us. Um, but yeah, I got a job working like forty five minutes away, and I'm pregnant, driving back and forth, and and it was this job where they wouldn't let me go to the bathroom, but twice in my shift and i finally my doctor was like you can't you you're i had complications and i no more working for you and my husband still could not find a job he had a record he had um some things that he had done in his past um and that was part of the reason we were so okay with moving because we lived in a small town in California where people knew him and knew him for his mistakes, not for mm-hmm. who he was now, yeah. but for who he was then. And and we all know we serve a great God and, and the, yeah. the Lord changed him. Mm-hmm. And so he just, it was like, we're never going to get out of this. Yeah. Where are you, Lord? We thought you said to come here, you know, and still nothing. Fast forward again, and we have a baby. We're in the hospital. Baby is born. And my husband comes back to let me know that we have an eviction notice on our door. And when we get home, we only have 10 days to be out. And we're not quite sure what we're going to do. I mean, we had between the cutoff notices for power and water and and trash pickup and all the things like we just we really all the life all the life life was just piled up and and he's like i have failed you and i'm like no you haven't failed me you've he's been trying right you know so we get home and um he went to get me something at the local convenience store here the one that I cried at <laughs> the one that I cried at and he knew people there because he he's a talkative person he they know he's having a baby you know goes in and he's looking kind of bummed mm-hmm. and the manager there um a wonderful woman who's still my friend she was like why are you looking down dude you just had a baby you should be stoked and he's like tells her what is going on and she tells him you come in tomorrow and you can start work Mm -hmm. and he had a job the next day Mm -hmm. and that's god yes that nobody can tell me nobody can tell me that that's not god Mm -hmm. and not only that i you know i was telling carrie it's my 
our family flew in and they wanted to see this baby right they're like everybody comes in to see the baby and while i'm at the (laughs) hospital they're helping me out and they're cleaning house and getting it all ready for me and i i call it help my mother-in-law likes to say kind of it's invasive (laughs) and and she doesn't care because she's invading my space and i'm okay with that she still does it today and i'm fine with it she can come and fold my laundry anytime invade (laughs) she wants to come over my house yeah (laughs) so while they were doing that they saw the eviction notice they saw the cutoff notices so they pulled together as a family and they paid everything we owed now the lord led them to find those things led them to see it because we were hiding those things we didn't want anybody to know he pulled that notice off the door and he hid it in the drawer he's like i don't need anybody stressing out about it worrying about us we got this but really we didn't got this we didn't have this (laughs) yeah god had it and through that whole thing, I we kept praying, we kept asking the Lord, you know, well, why? Why are we going through this? Did we really did we hear you wrong? Did yeah. we hear you wrong? And we didn't hear him wrong. Mm-mm. We didn't. He just took us through all of that and we experienced all of that so that we could appreciate it yes. that much more. Yeah. So that we could say to someone else, your victory is on the other side it really is it's right there and it's attainable Mm -hmm. and he'll give it to you you know whatever you're walking through right now just might be the steps he's making you take to get there absolutely oh how that was that's one of my job moments my my desert my valley and he was all over it he was all over it even when i didn't see even when i don't see it you're working lord Mm -hmm. you're working it out and I just feel like I questioned. Yes. I'm like, reveal to me. Yes. Oh, show I'm crying me, out God. like, show me why. <laughs> show me. But I mean, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know. Oh, I, I know. You've been there. It's, yes. Ugh. Yes. We all have. Yes. I have lived those Job moments. And there are times I, one of my Job moments um, was when I was going through my divorce. And I had, we were just insurmountable amount of debt. It was just horrible. I was just, it was awful. And I had gathered all the bills up and I laid them all across my living room floor. And we had a pretty good size living room floor. <laughs> so I was like, oh my. There's nothing more humbling than seeing thousands and thousands of dollars that you owe lined up in front of you and all around <laughs> you. And you can't see any of the carpet because everything's covered. And I'm standing in the middle of it, and I'm just crying. Your floor is buried. God, you're feeling what, buried. What? This is not on you. This is me. This is this is this is because of me. Is nothing that these are my actions. I'm responsible for God. Please give me the wisdom to yeah. know what to do in this situation. So I'm sitting there crying out to Him, and I hear this knock on the door, and I'm like, Okay, do I really want to answer that right at this moment with you know all this stuff? It. On? You know you're in. Carrie's not, not answering it. I was it. like, okay, whatever. It's just all up in the air right now. So, and my dad walks in the door, and he's like, what is all this? And I, I explained to him. Debt. I'm like, this is, all, this is all my bad decisions. Well, some of them are on the floor. Some of my bad choices are laid out in front of you. And he was like, you're going to have to file bankruptcy. This is insane. And I was like, no, no, I'm seeking wisdom. So I was just sitting there just in front of just 
praying out to God, going, okay, I have over $100,000 in front of me. Mm. God, I don't make that in several years. No, and you're a single mom. Not you're just going through a years. divorce. I mean, we've all been raising hand if you had been in, through all that. You're raising divorce. children, and <laughs> your roof is falling off, and you put a tarp oh. on your roof because your roof is falling in, and you're afraid to sleep in your house no. because you're afraid the roof will fall down with your children inside of it. And you have roofers come over, and they won't even stand inside your house because it's that bad because they're afraid the roof is going to fall in um, and your children sleep in your bedroom because they're afraid if the roof falls mm-hmm. in that we'll all go, well, at least we'll go together, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going down, I'm going. We're all going down yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Those surrounded odds and how what God, humble. <laughs> it was so humbling. Yeah. yeah. It was just mm-hmm. humbling. And to see how God worked through years and don't get me wrong, I worked for that. Oh, yeah. I worked for that. Um, but God gave me the ability to work for that. Oh, yeah. So he gave me grace. He mm-hmm. gave me energy. I had surgeries during that time. I I mean, you name it, we had it. It happened. But God gave this grace over us that mm-hmm. was just amazing. And through that time, my kids and I kept this book the Book of Miracles. Now, let's just say you pay, you paid all of that debt. Yes. yes you paid that debt. That's yeah. something, listen, clap, hand, no, round of so applause. Hard. It was so hard. Because that is, that's hard. And, and a lot in bankruptcy would have been the easy way out. And you you it, trudged through that valley. Wow. Well, that's not, with, well, with that's the not Lord. what I was supposed to do. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's obedience. If I you mean, give me the wisdom. I will do it. Yep. And so he Good did. He absolutely did. And I look back and I know there was no way I could have done that alone. Mm-hmm. God gave grace in every moment, every time. I see it in his mercies. My kids and I kept this book of miracles that we wrote down throughout the for years of all the different things that happened to us during that time that God just provided and it was just amazing Mm. and we'd go back and go remember that remember that remember the time that we couldn't even afford a filter for the fish tank and so we were all stand around the fish tank and we would hold each other's hands and pray (laughs) that the fish tank would run and that the water filter would continue and it would would start (laughs) and they god showed himself to my children not only to me, but he showed it to my children mm. that he's faithful. Yes. Even in the little things. Yes. He cared about our fish that we were all he just did. like, God, we know that you could do this. And he did. He purged it every time the fish lasted for years. And he even floated upside down. Listen, it was fine. I can't keep a fish alive. <laughs> I, I can't. You. I can't. I can't do it. But I mean, but how yeah. wonderful. And if this isn't your, seriously, if you don't have it, this is you need to start it your mm-hmm. your family or your own book of miracles whatever yeah. whatever desert whatever valley you're in whatever struggle you're having write those tiny victories down mm-hmm. no matter yes. how small because that's a true reminder of where god was in the midst of your struggle in the midst of your storm it shows his presence it shows that he's touching those t- even those tiny aspects in your life and that actually brings me to something i read the other day that really stood out to me in colossians 3 
So, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above. Where above. Oh, sorry. I'm going to... So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden within Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Mm. It just... When you are in that moment, when you are feeling so desperate, so weighted down, buried in debt, and uh, looking at an eviction, um, don't have a car to get to work so you might lose your job, you know, I mean, can't, don't know how you're going to buy diapers for your kid. Mm-hmm. If you set your mind on the things above, on the things in heaven, and the positive things, on those tiny miracles, those things that he has done in your life, if you set your mind on those positive things... Yeah. Your prayers will change. Your mind will change. Your heart will change. Yes. You are aligning yourself with Christ. Yes. And you are clearing the way for you to be able to see his goodness mm-hmm. and, and focus on that instead of all the negative. I, I know with anxiety and depression, that is so hard for me. Yeah. It is so hard for me. Sometimes my mind is like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not something happy. We want to think of something negative. <laughs> and then you want to overthink about that negative thing and panic about it. Okay? That's what we're here to do. No. But I have to remind myself and think of, of like, quote, unquote, go to your happy place. I don't yeah. know. You, your prayers change. You're, when you pray and you're thinking and you're setting your sights on heaven, you are bringing heaven down. Mm-hmm. You are bringing heaven down to you and those miracles. So that made me think of something um, in a women's, um, I guess you call it Bible study, or I don't really know what, really what you would call it, um, in a thing that I held with a friend um, for a while. I encouraged all the ladies there to do a 40 days of gratitude journal. Mm. And it really does make you stop because you're doing it for 40 days in a row, it really makes you stop and think about the things that you're truly grateful for and the things that God's done for you and how much you look back and appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really think in those times when it's really hard, I mean, to be thankful. God, you know, I remember... I remember times I can relate to what you guys said. My mm-hmm. my first husband, who um, I am divorced from, and he's no longer with us, he had a drug addiction, and he would spend our money. Um, he didn't work a lot. I did, um, and he would spend our money on drugs, and I'd find them. and And I remember one day, um, I was always just stressing, "How are we going to pay this? How are we going to do this?" Because I was the only one working, and And I remember one day it just really hit me. I had gone um, to my grandparents and my grandpa had given me a $20 bill and I actually hid it Mm -hmm. so he wouldn't Mm -hmm. find it. And I went to the store to buy. My daughter was six months old at the time and I went to the store to get formula and my money wouldn't go through because we were negative in our account and I didn't know it. Mm. He had spent our money. And the, I was crying because I didn't even have one scoop left of formula to feed my kid. 
and I remember I'm holding the line up at Walmart and I'm wanting to ball. And I just remember being so angry. Mm. How could he do this? How could he do this? And I remember my grandpa had just given me that $20 bill that I had that paid for two cans of formula. Probably wouldn't now, but it did. <laughs> no, but I was like, God, <laughs> you knew before I did the need that I was going to have for that. Yeah. And, you know, there's just times when those things, they're not coincidental. No, mm-hmm. they're not. That that's, is God seeing so God. the future when we just see the day, and mm-hmm. He's already preparing yes. the yeah. need. Yes. He's already preparing. He sees the for future what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. when we just see the day. Yeah, yeah, or the moment. So true. Yeah. You see the right now, oh, yeah. right? That's so oh. true. Like when we were talking, you guys were talking. I thought of a couple of songs. We we're talking about Job, <laughs> and God just speak over me. So my sister had wrote a song called "Speak Over Me." And I think about that song so many times. And I remember there being medical things that my daughter was going through. And we didn't have answers. And I remember I had just got done with an appointment with her. And I remember being in the Walmart parking lot of all places. And I just was bawling. I was just crying. And I was like, God, I don't understand all these things that she's going through. We don't have answers, and I don't know if we're getting the answers, and I was just crying, and I couldn't even, like, say a prayer. I was crying, mm-hmm. Yeah. and I opened my mouth to pray, and a song came out instead of words, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was talking about, I don't always understand, mm-hmm. but your ways are higher than any of my plans. You see the future when I just see today. I see everything that's going on. I see everything that's wrong. I see the fire <laughs> wanting to consume me. And oh. I'm like, God, I don't understand. And he's just saying, oh, if you just saw the flood water that's getting ready to come Ooh, girl. and knock that fire out. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes he has to refine us. And the refiner's fire can be hard. And sometimes those things that we go through are hard. But he sees on the other side of it mm-hmm. and he gives us that endurance and that strength and the wisdom yeah. that we need on how to battle that fire because the flood water he has for us to cool everything off from walking through the fire <laughs> is right there yeah and i just god is just truly 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 so good yes, he, he, just he, mm-hmm. he just is he just is yeah that's so so when you were talking about how you're out there and you're like crying out to God and you're going to pray, right? But your prayers come out in song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> Carrie has a great thing about, <laughs> about prayer, the prayer, uh, <laughs> and what kind of prayer. I am the insufferable prayer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell um, us about it. <laughs> okay. So I'm terrible at praying. Um, <laughs> it's something that I've struggled with for years. Honestly, I felt like I'm just not eloquent enough. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed how other people can just effortlessly pray with such gusto using this large vocabulary, and it sounds just amazing. I mean, God must really be impressed, right? <laughs> to tattle on myself. Years ago, I used to look up words in the dictionary so I could sound more eloquent in praying and in my daily communication. And don't worry, it didn't last long. <laughs> I'm pretty simple, and I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> And then I reminded myself of Luke 11, 1 through 4, 
It's when Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. Mm. It's simple, direct, to the point. It's really not wordy. Actually, it's pretty short. It's only four verses, right? That's generally how I pray now. Even distracting prayer. I seriously doubt God yawns when I'm praying. Ha <laughs> ha. One of the sayings of a dear friend and a Sunday school teacher says, is to repent, pray, and repeat. It couldn't be more simple. Why did I make this so hard? Gary knows I'm not great at speeches. I don't like speaking to crowds. And I'm pretty good at simplicities in life. So thank God. Praise Him. Repent. Pray. Repeat. Pray for deliverance and guidance. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness of sins. Praise again. I've come to the conclusion after all these years that it just doesn't need to be fancy when praying. God just wants my honesty. For me to talk with Him, have a relationship with Him, to know Him, and to be known by Him. That's really what matters. I'm reminded of when my children were small, or even my grandkids now, when they climb on my lap and they fall asleep, they're comfortable in my presence. Just mm. not any attention. They don't worry. Knowing that they'll be washed out for. That's what God feels when we pray to Him. And yes, at times when we get comfortable and fall asleep when they're praying, knowing that He has us in His hands, and there's no better place than that. Mm. <laughs> I know so many times I, I lie in bed and I have a list <laughs> this long list of prayers you know <laughs> prayer requests that people have sent my own prayers um, you know things that are just randomly popping into my head and so many times I just fall asleep mm -hmm. I start and mm -hmm. I never finish yeah. and I, would, I wake up and I'm like Lord <laughs> I didn't even finish. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but good girl, you probably Yeah, you're just soaking up your yeah. time with me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. That's how it feels when your kid gets in yeah. your lap. Oh, yeah. And you just feel that just peace. Oh, that love. Yeah. Love. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's just such a warm feeling and just how God probably feels like about that. an accomplishment, too. You're oh, like, look man. at, I lulled them to sleep. <laughs> I love them to see. how beautiful this, yes. this individual is. And just amazing how God thinks yes, of us. Yeah, I'm snoring. <laughs> You're still amazing. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm still beautiful. <laughs> Snore on, girl. Yeah. Snore on. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I know. And, and how you said that you're, like, not the perfect prayer. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not the perfect prayer. I don't have, I listen to people and they have, oh my goodness. I'm like, I really want those people to pray for me because, you know, that's, that might be their gifting mm -hmm. too. Right. I mean, we've talked about that too. People all have different giftings and, yeah. and yeah. eloquent prayer is, is not mine. Not it's yet. Not, mine. not yet. <laughs> mine either. But, but my, my prayer, my prayer language really, I think is, is worship. And so I pray a little different. And I also just talk to him. Yeah. I just talk to him kind of like when I'm talking to my dad. My dad and I can sit on the phone for hours talking about God mm -hmm. and whatever's going on with our family at the time. And, oh, hey, did you check out that game this weekend? You know, I mean, it's just bouncing all over the place. And it's the same when I'm talking to him. And that's just how it goes for me. I, you know, other people might just have this like intimate prayer with him and have just quiet 
sitting and soaking in his presence you know so i don't i don't think there has to be a there's no perfect way and yes he outlined it he did outline it pretty simple pretty simple for us but i mean we don't have to there's no checklist on how to pray no there there isn't there isn't it's the one place in my life that i don't have a checklist i think that's (laughs) why it's about a relationship yeah with him his friend Mm -hmm. because we all have we all have different relationships yes and we all handle our relationships differently but one thing is when you are really close with someone you can talk to them about anything and that's how it is with our heavenly father Mm -hmm. like we can talk to him about anything god did you just see that person cut me off in traffic (laughs) yeah oh my goodness that's yes when i was telling here i'm in the car i'm in the car and i just i go off on a tangent about whatever you know i'll be praying and then i'll be like oh yeah and then what am i going to do in this meeting today you know everybody is relying on me for this and i don't even know if i'm going to be able to make it and then i'm like oh yeah lord just make it work for me okay you know you know let me break it back down listen i'm gonna fake it till we, we make it right that's what we're gonna do right you're gonna you're gonna help me with that and that's me talking to him just like i would talk to carrie just like i would talk to jules you know it's just and and your relationship with the lord everybody's different like you said you know i like to think of it like everybody needs a father in some way yeah right and you might have been raised by this wonderful father that that could do no wrong and and was amazing but you didn't have like you know maybe he didn't teach you certain things so you rely on the lord for that mm-hmm. you know maybe you didn't have a great father that wasn't very understanding and didn't talk to you you didn't have a very good relationship well there he is he's right there for you yeah. you know talk to the lord yeah for me it's i had serious daddy issues so i mean he's the perfect mm-hmm. father i even t- my dad even tells me he's like listen he's way better than me i'm great right now like but i wasn't then so when you really needed me and so you can rely on him and i love that someday you know i my dad i tell him all the time he needs to do the same thing he needs to do a podcast because he is (laughs) i don't know though because he's he's still got to work on that mouth he's 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 a because it's like a work in progress listen he yes we pray if anybody's listening pray for my father's language no he he's he loves the lord he really does and he is my my person in my family that i can like go to and talk to like random stuff when it comes to god and he just is really cool but you don't have to have that perfect relationship you just have to come as you are yeah right when you're walking through the valley when you're walking through the struggle when you're in the storm when you're in the pit when you're in the fire he's there he's there What's that? What's that song that we were listening to? There's another in the fire. Mm -hmm. Or what about the one? Just ask Daniel. Just ask Daniel. He'll um, he'll tell you. (laughs) He shut the lion's mouth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just ask Daniel. He'll testify. Mm -hmm. He shut the lion's mouth. And you know, just ask those Hebrew boys. Mm -hmm. Who's the fourth man in the fire? We used to sing that song. You know? Yeah. (laughs) truth it's who's there who was there to save the fish Mm -hmm. who was there to save the fish who was there to tell you how to get out of debt who was there to show me that i was where i was supposed to be who was there to put that twenty dollars in your hand Mm -hmm. you know it's and who's there for you in any way 
He's right there for you. His mercy is enough. His mercy is enough. His grace is sufficient. So come if you're needy. Yes. Forgiveness or healing. Yes. Mm. Yes. God really loves us. He does really love us. And I'm thankful for that because I don't feel loved all the time. Mm -hmm. But when I am in his presence, when I'm talking to him, I feel loved. Yeah. I feel loved. I feel chosen. Mm -hmm. I feel redeemed. Yeah. I do. I feel like there's nothing I can't do with with him by my side. Like, I can... Mm -hmm. uh, Listen, we are an unstoppable team, so. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, just so you know. So I just, I think we can go ahead and um, wrap it up tonight and close in prayer. We want to pray over you, pray over each other here. Lord, we just thank you for this time. I'm thankful that Jules was able to make it tonight. Um, our technical difficulties worked out, I mean, in all of our favor, in our listeners' favor, too. Lord, we are thankful for these moments. We're thankful even for the valleys, for the struggles, for the storms, for the refining fire you're putting us through. We're thankful that you are there with us. And Lord, if there's anybody who doesn't feel like you're right there with them, reveal yourself to them. Reveal yourself. Help us to set our sights on the things above when we're going through those trials or those storms. To set our sights on heaven to see the goodness, the goodness that you have even provided before to us and what you're providing now, Lord. Because when we set our sights on heaven and we bring heaven down, we're bringing you down here. Yeah. Lord, and we ask you if anybody feels like they're just not perfect, they're not they're not good enough to even hold a conversation with you, that you put it in their heart that they don't need to approach you with perfection, that all you're asking is for their presence, for their attentive ear, that for you to even hear them, that you just want to hear their voice, you just want to be there with them. And it's in your name, in Jesus' name. Amen.